This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally, Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Let's go, business storytellers. Hey, how's everyone doing? Thanks for joining me. Today, we want to talk about how do we make our content be more Hollywood. That is the journalist in me oversimplifying everything that can be oversimplified. But seriously, in um, in her book, Binge Marketing, The Best Scenario for Building Your Brand, Carlin Postma talks about um, how do you make your content more interesting? How do you get people to, to binge? And I know that's a that's a difficult thing to do, quite frankly. I don't binge, I don't even binge Hollywood sometimes, you know? There's a lot of shows, they're not, you watch them, they're not interesting. You don't want to spend your day um, consuming them. And then there's others. You just sit in front of your TV. Oh, my God. There's only eight hours left. You know, only eight hours left. Could you imagine? I got yelled at watching TV for eight hours back in the day. Carlin Postma, she's also a content marketing world speaker. Later this month, if you're watching the live show here in Cleveland, um, hope to see everyone there. Trap. 100, I think it's trap 100, gets you $100 off. Um, there's a virtual track and um, an on-site track. So hope to see you there either in person or virtually. Let's get her on the show here. Thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate you making the time. Well, thank you for inviting me. You bet. So tell us about binge marketing. What's, I mean, I, I know I over oversimplify everything in life. As I said, that's the journalist in me, but what's the... What's the concept behind it? Well, maybe it's it's the, the idea of op- oversimplifying the things we're doing in content marketing because, um, well, binge marketing is about creating um, serial content to build an audience. And, um, well, I think you cannot build an audience with only one piece of content, one episode, for for example, one article. You need to do it in um, in series. And... Well, I got to this whole binge marketing idea when I was watching a series with my daughters, evening after evening, um, and, well, evening after evening, whenever uh, possible. (laughs) But um, they are, well, they were like 9 and uh, 11 or 12 years old. But every time we sat down, we made an agreement, after this episode, you're going to bed. And... We had an argument afterwards, always, because at the end of an episode, they they wouldn't go to bed. So um, that's what made me think about how come we can't stop watching these um, these these series, these these episodes. And you know, it's actually it's quite simple because well, um, scientists have have um, well have have uh, said it and have um, discovered that people just like you and me, we can't stop. Um, watching if the story is not finished. And this is something I was wondering in my job as a content marketing strategist. How come we as content marketers are always finishing our stories in one piece of content that without a cliffhanger? And you know, th- this cliffhanger or this 
um, piece of content being part of a series means there is more to gain, more to watch. So that's what, that was the first thing that I was thinking about how to um, evolve your story as a brand. Mm -hmm. That, so why I have the answer, I think, I think I have the answer. Why do we have to finish every piece of content in one? I know why, because we have to send it, not me, but some companies, they have to send everything to these crazy approval processes. <laughs> Could you imagine if you had to send um, a serious through app approval process? I mean, who who could ever do that? And And the other thing, when you have a cliffhanger, I'm pretty sure about this. Like the people on Friends, right, For, or whatever, any TV show that has good cliffhangers, they don't write everything at once, right? They write one episode and then they write another episode. So, like, whatever comes next might not be, you know, determined yet, right, um, until they get to that week. I, I mean, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, I, how, yeah, how I'm, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I, I agree. It's, um, um, the series are written within the season. Well, the episodes are written within the season, but still a lot of brands are not even trying to write one, um, one series, uh, one, one storyline for, uh, for the whole season, for example. They're working from campaign to the next campaign. And every time you start a campaign, you have to build new audiences. So why not look at it from uh, like, well, I call it the showrunner's perspective, you have your storyline, your, your, well, what is, what is the story of your brand? What is the content of your brand going to be about? And that will give you an idea of what the episodes will uh, need to contain. And if you work um, in, in one year, for example, you work on, on like two seasons um, of content for your brand, you do have a say in how to um, make the crossovers or how to use the cliffhanger from one to another. Besides, even for brands, and I think you can really use this in the boardroom, it's it's really much cheaper to do like um, a series of videos at once than um, well having to 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 do everything all over again every month or every week, for example. You know, I, I mean, I I can't disagree with you. I think the thing that's interesting to me, and what I heard you say without saying it, it starts with with that storyline, right? So if I don't know what the story is, like the overarching story, not the specific yeah. story, I can't do it, right? So I have to start with like overall, here's who we are. Yeah. Overall, here's what we're trying to do. Overall, here's what's different about us. Overall, yeah. here's what we're gonna be doing or or whatever. It's kind of like, um, like this podcast, right? I have an overarching idea, what we wanna talk about. And then within that idea, I invite guests like you on that fit different pieces. But if I didn't have that idea, I would just go, hey, you wanna come on my podcast? Okay, sounds good, what do you wanna talk about? I don't know, whatever. Like that's what yeah. some brands do though, right? They just jump around and they haven't created yeah. that overarching story or am I being overly that pessimistic? Is, no, well, hopefully, <laughs> no, I, I think, a lot of brands can learn uh, can learn a lot uh, from that because I do believe that every brand has this this overarching story. But um, well, during the season, if we can use that um, uh, vocabulary from from uh, Hollywood or from Netflix, during the season things happen, so we have to put things into 
uh, a campaign. Uh, well, for example, sales numbers are uh, going down. So we have to do a campaign to get the sales numbers up. And then you get a completely different, like a, um, well, a sales kind of thing, uh, campaign in between. But what if you would have this overarching story and you have this seasons, you're working from one episode towards the other, something um, something specific happens, you have to write it in. And that's exactly what they're doing in Hollywood. Um, the teams of writers, they, 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 they mix. It's not one writer um, that is uh, writing all the episodes. It's a, it's a different team. It can be a different team every time, but you do have to know where the story is going. So if you have some current affairs or something you have to write in, you can just do that. It's creativity you have to use, but you can you can add it. And your audience still knows that it's your content and it still wants to be um, your fan or consuming your content. You know, it's it's I believe that really works to be building an audience instead of working from com- campaign to campaign with well, uh, different stories every time uh, that you start your campaign again. So, um, I mean, a few things. First of all, a team of writers. Um, and, and I think, I know everybody already adding me here about, you know, oh, we can't have a team of writers. And I'm not saying you need a team of writers, but keep in mind, it's a team sport, right? I mean, even if you don't have a team of writers, who are the other team members that you should work with? You know, writing even though I'm, a, I'm not a fan of the open office environment, I don't think it helps writers and everybody, many people are at home anyways, but mm-hmm. it's not a collaborative in the moment thing as you're writing, but it is collaborative before you start putting your fingers to the, the keyboard. So keep that in mind, you have to have a team. Now, Carlin, sometimes people will say, oh, but my brand isn't entertaining. I don't have anything to, you know, drag you along, so to speak. We don't have Rachel and Ross breaking up on every episode and having a kit on the next one or whatever. Um, what, how, how do they get there? What can they do? Yeah, I, I, hear that, I hear that a lot. But if you don't find your own brand interesting enough to talk about it, I think it's uh, um, you have to do something about that. But I think, I believe that for every kind of product, every kind of service, you can add a story. And well, I, I always, it, it's also written in my book, when I start with a with a brand, then, uh, um, well, we have to decide what the story is about. So uh, what we do is we try to get to this plot summary. And a plot summary is like the, the summary you can find on IMDb for, uh, or I call it the backflap of your DVD. What is the story of your brand about? And there are just some interesting and simple things you can start with. And it is, for, first of all, who are your main characters? Who are the ones talking um, about your brand or um, uh, uh, from your brand? You know, it, it's, is it your employee, for example? Um, is it your customer? Is it uh, fiction? Can also be fiction. And those are things you have to, you can think about. And here, I think creativity already um, uh, has its place because if you choose um, fiction, you can add a lot of things, even for uh, toilet brushes, for example. <laughs> you can you can think of everything. But um, besides the main characters, it's also the arena. Where does it take place? Where if if I would look at your brand in um, in a series. 
where does it take place? Is it like very um, literally in a hospital or is it like um, in a world with a, with a pandemic going around, for example? Th those are two different things. And if you play with those um, characters, like the main characters, guest appearances, you can, you can use everything, but also with the arena and even place and time you can, you can look at. Um, and then also, and I think this is, this is something that, um, uh, that, that we don't think about enough. And there's what kind of genre is my series? Is it human interest? Because then you have to, well, uh, add some human interest in your characters, of course. Um, but is it documentary style? It can also be. If you, if you, and, and this depends on what your job to be done is. Why are you in it in the first place? If you want to be a thought leader, um, on innovation on toilet brushes, for example. <laughs> it's a very bad example, but just keep this thought. Then it could be interesting to have the idea of how to uh, to be innovative, how, how you um, uh, are adding something to the world of toilet brushes. And maybe you should add your, uh, you should have your um, uh, employees as a main character to discuss this because you are going to be uh, a thought leader. But if it's more human interest, maybe your clients will be a better um, type of character. So th these are things you can play with. And I think you have to watch a lot of series also. And with this, this kind of th these glasses on, what are they doing to explain to me what is uh, interesting, what is um, necessary? Uh, for example, I'm watching a series called Clickbait. I don't know yet if it's a good one or not a good one, but it's like, um, eight episodes and every episode is about another character but the story is um, is is moving from episode one until eight and I think in content marketing we can be much more creative if we have had a look at these this industry with, which it is um, that are doing uh, content marketing for decades already and we are actually starting um, well maybe 10 15 years with this. So there is a lot to do and, and also to, to add some creativity to whatever dull brand you have. But you have Very to interesting. So, click, so interestingly, clickbait, I was literally looking at that last night yeah. and, <laughs> and I wasn't in the mood for, I don't know if it's crime or suspense or whatever, but it's not haha, right? It's like more serious stuff is happening. And I wasn't really in the mood for that. So again, your headlines matter too, but but really what's interesting to me is where can we do binge content or you know that content that people come back to? So I know the examples we've been given and we've been giving here and, and I have two are really their video, right? Netflix, things like that. Um, and of course we have podcasts, we have live streams, we have the written word. I think all those things still matter. Video matters, everything matters. But, but are there some content types that are easier for uh, bingeable content? Or is it, uh, could it happen as an article? Could it, as articles? Yeah. Or like, what's yeah, certainly. I think you have to look at this also as a methodology just to, um, to be, um, well, to, um, to create a content strategy at scale. And even with articles, we do the same things for an insurance company. If, if we write an article, um, 
it's it's about some uh, client, for example, who um, moved into a tiny house and everything that that worked. Uh, how to ensure that that's, that's part of the story. But um, we also use this previously um, on, and then it it has a, a link towards another article from someone who bought an old timer, for example. Uh, just uh, as a, as an example. Uh, because it, you can also use that in text, but also in podcast. You can refer to um, next episodes, but also to uh, previous episodes. And I think if you do that, then your audience knows what to expect from you. And you can keep them involved in, in, in whatever you're trying to get across. And to, yeah, well, to really um, uh, uh, develop your audience in this, in this regard. So how, um, I mean, the reality of content performance is always interesting to me, right? People come in and out, people leave, people come back, and like once in a while they, they, they find you again. So with that in mind, how do we show the success, right? Because if I'm, so if I'm pitching bingeable marketing, which to an extent I try already, I probably don't call it like, call it that, but at some point people will say, are people returning? You know, yeah. do we have return visitors? Let's let's call it that. Uh, what's like the trajectory? How much time do I need to give for it to work? And 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 I mean, if I have a crappy story, it doesn't make any difference how much time I have, right? I mean, I got to have a good mm -hmm. story. But let's assume yeah. I got a good story. How long will it take to 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 work? I think that does not really uh, differ from uh, playing content marketing strategies. I, th I think last year or maybe the year before, Joe Polizzi uh, uh, mentioned something like it takes 18 months uh, months to uh, uh, to build an audience. And I remember one of my colleagues saying, well, yeah, um, 18 months doesn't fit in, in Q1, you know? So um, I think it's an, it's an issue we are discussing many, uh, many years already, but what if you could just start with this and have the idea of uh, building an audience within a certain amount of time? Then that's where you, you have to put your KPIs on. If you say, it's, uh, I have to, to um, uh, increase my audience with like 30% uh, on my YouTube channel or maybe on the website because, well, you can uh, add a lot of other stuff to it. Um, then it means that you have to put more effort on the first three months. But if you take a, a year or maybe the 18 months that, that um, Joe Polizzi was talking about, well, you've got more time and you can really develop on the story. You can learn from the data in the first three months, but it all depends on your KPIs. And I, I do really believe that this is like um, a good way to start um, uh, creating your brand instead of uh, pushing content and trying to create content piece after piece um, and every time over and over again. And I also believe because we're talking about binging, but binging, if you if you look at the definition of binging TV shows, they're talking about um, uh, consuming three or more episodes in one sit. And that's not really what I'm talking about. What, it, what I'm uh, referring to is the fact that we are trying to create this content so good that people want to watch the other um, the other episode as well. Because th there's another question uh, I always get. Um, do I have to create everything 
at once and put it out there like Netflix did, not doing not that uh, right now all the time, but do I have to create it like 10 episodes and put them online so people can binge it? Or do I have to um, create them maybe at the same time or throughout the year and um, uh, put publish one per week or one per month, for example? And I think this all depends on how... Um, well, how involved your audience can be with your product or with your with your st story in this case. Don't get me started. People saying crap like that. Eighteen months doesn't fit in the in the first quarter. <laughs> the, I mean, unbelievable. And I, I I used to think Joe and I disagreed on this, but I don't think we do. Um, actually, I, I know we don't because he clarified it when he was on the show. So he says focus on one channel, right? And what I'm saying yeah. is, and and I don't necessarily disagree with him. But I don't ever focus on one channel. I focus on every channel, but I do it as most efficient as I can. And, and sometimes what happens, I'll give you an example. We got the live stream going to all these different channels. And it's like shopping at Amazon. We have, like, you know, when you when you spend money on Amazon, you spend 15 bucks here, 10 bucks here. And before you know it, you got a credit card bill for a thousand bucks. Well, live streaming is the same way. You know, I got 50 views here, 100 views here, you know, 300 views here. Before we know it, you know, we got a thousand views or or more on a show. I couldn't do that if I only focused on one channel. Now, I don't even know where I was going with this, but but there is ways to do it to get people to come back. And I'll give you an example: the Marketing Artificial Intelligence Conference um, blog. They are blog posts. When I read them, they're just like. AI, like they're really engaging. They kind of get you riled up a little bit, you know, feeling um, I don't know enough. And when I get to the bottom, I want to do something else. What else do I read? What else do I? I mean, that's basically yeah. what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and also what you're um, saying about um, focusing on one channel. I think focusing on one story and whatever channel you need to use to build that audience, that, that's okay. But Try not, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, try not to focus on um, uh, one piece of content for YouTube, one piece of content for, um, uh, well, uh, for your for your website. If if you create one series and one, um, well, maybe ten episodes in one season, for example, you can you can you can work your way to your audience because you have this episode and it will publish on, for example, first of uh, uh, or every Friday, for example. Um, if you have this episode, you can use the trailers, and I'm definitely not saying to focus on trailers only for that channel. That, that is exactly what you say. If you can, if you have your audience on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, just um, spread the word, but spread the trailer maybe in this in this case. So um, what I do believe is that you have to focus on building your audience, and wherever you do that, that's okay by me but try to get the data from your audience um, for yourself. So not from um, a third party or something. It's, you, you just need your the data from your uh, your audience. You need to connect with people and, and make sure you know them. Because as we know, if you build your, your, your house on rented land, things just change too quickly. They can change super quickly. Um, the other example, I just thought, I haven't read them in a while because I really don't travel much, but currently... But the points guy, they do a fantastic job, um, you know, creating this kind of content because um, you just want to keep reading, right? You get to the end of something, you want to keep reading, you want to read something else. 
Um, so something to keep in mind. All right, let's be, for the last uh, three minutes here or so, how do brands even get started? How, I mean, how do we, I, I mean, it sounds simple enough, but yeah. what I've learned in content strategy, I mean, nothing, even the stuff that sounds simple never ends up being simple in a, in a company. Yeah. Um, how do we even get started? Yeah, well, I totally agree. One, the idea is simple. And that's also why I uh, admit it to, um, maybe you oversimplify it, but that's the idea. You know, we have to look at an, an industry that's doing content marketing for years and how can we adapt it in, in, uh, um, well, in our line of business. But um, getting the idea done, I think that is the first big thing, but then getting it into practice, that is, that means that you have to uh, create like um, your whole um, uh, series creators, your whole team of series creators. You have to um, get a budget. Um, but so, so that does um, uh, give you some thresholds. But if you want to start, just start with um, what if my brand was a television series? What would it be about? And um, who are my main characters? Uh, what genre? What uh, arena does it play? Can, can I describe some themes? So th that is the first thing. And then write a plot summary. Like if I go to IMDb, what is the series about? Um, and the second thing, and that is, that's, that's a bit more hard, but that is um, following up on the audience journey. And the audience journey is a model that's based on the hero's journey. And maybe we all heard uh, about that. That is how a film is written and how a film is, um, uh, well, how a main character in a film evolves from um, uh, starting in the movie to uh, well, all uh, kinds of uh, um, uh, tests. And um, but this journey, if you put this journey on your audience, then you will write on what content is relevant to your audience at what moment in this journey. Well, we almost made it to the end, but it looks like we lost her. Uh, happens, technology, live TV, so to speak. Carlin, uh, really appreciate you coming on the show, despite us losing you here in the last 30 seconds. Check out her book, Finch Marketing, it is available on Amazon. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win. Hello. Hi. Are you still there? I have a special offer for you. Thanks for listening all the way to the end. My going live book is now available on Amazon.com. And if you're in the United States, I'm happy to send you a signed copy, which you can order at paypal.me forward slash C-T-R-A-P-P-E, C-T-R-A-P-P-E forward slash 12. Thanks for your interest. If you're not in the United States, I can't send you a signed copy, but of course you can order on Amazon.com.